introduce our special guest tonight is Pastor Calvin McCraney from Memphis, Tennessee, where he's pastoring. And Brother Calvin will be saved 50 years, I believe it's in March, 50 years being saved, ministering 26 years there. And again, Pastor, we're glad you're here. Tell us about your church, where it's located, programs you might have for our listeners to know. Hello, uh, audience. Um, we're located in Milliton, Tennessee. It's still a part of Memphis, Shelby County, but it has a Milliton address. And um, we've been ministering at that particular uh, spot for about 16 years. We've been here 26 years. Um, God has blessed us with a, a pretty fruitful congregation. We probably Amen. have about maybe 40, 50 uh, members. Amen. Amen. And uh, we, before the COVID, we had four jail services uh, uh -huh. going. And uh, we would go on Monday. We had the uh, women's prison. And uh, then on Thursday, I think it was, we had a juvenile service. Those men that had been tried as adults. And also on Monday, we had the, the young men that's been tried as adults. And we had the uh, juvenile court, you know, and on Friday we had the men that were in the county jail. So we had quite a few jail services. And then we had uh, some convalescent homes and, that we would visit also. So, and street meetings. So God has blessed us with a good outreach before the uh, COVID, you know, and uh, the saints, we had them pretty active. Uh, as far as like the women service, we had sisters that would go in, you know, and minister to the women that were in jail. And, uh, you know, like I said, God has blessed us abundantly. We've been a blessed congregation for the little while that we've been in existence. Amen. Pastor McCraney, I have some questions tonight for you. Yes, sir. I'm going to start with our first question. You're talking to a person who left the church maybe left God, what would be your advice to that person who's listening even tonight, who's in that condition? What would you tell them tonight? Um, brother, my, my mind goes to the scripture over in Galatians uh, 6 and 1, where it speaks about if a brother be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself. Uh, Pastor Moon, I don't believe that um, a saint of God can do anything so bad that God can't recover them. You know, yes. in our minds, we might consider uh, a, a thing real bad, you know, like man, you know, but God is a merciful God. He's not Amen. willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So I believe that Brother, that if a person is really godly sorrow and, and, and want to renew their relationship with God, he's ready and willing to help them right now if they would just humble themselves. Good answer. Appreciate that. Any questions from our director? Not at the moment, sir. No, sir. Pastor McCraney, let's say I knew someone who left the church. 
What would you instruct me to do? What should be my first step to try to reach them? What should I do? As a pastor, uh, Brother Moon, what I've seen in time past is that some pastors take a person leaving a congregation very personally, and they will get up and bash, even though the scriptures tell us that we should not be strikers. They'll get up and they will bash that person. And you got to realize that a pastor carry influence. And the way you make that person look in the sight of the saints, the saints are just sheep. That's how they're going to feel about them. But um, my practice is this, brother, and, and brother Moon, I believe that if you would not even mention, just maybe request prayer for that person, but if you don't say anything negative about that person, because what we say have a way of traveling back, you know what I'm saying? And what happens a lot of times, I've seen people who have been talked about and dogged out so bad, till they've told me personally, Brother McCraney, I'd love to come back to the church, but they talked about me so bad that I'll be embarrassed to come. So I think that as a leader, Brother Moon, one of the things that, that uh, uh, you should do is love that person to the point that they know that they can come back. You understand what I'm saying? Because, brother, I have had people to leave, but I never said anything negative about them. They never heard that Brother McCrane got in the pulpit and said anything. And, brother, they called me repenting and saying, Pastor, I would love to come back. So I always try to leap an open door for people that leave to come back. Good answer. So if they come back, how can I make or how can we make their return comfortable? Uh, I don't know, maybe have a church dinner or buy, I, I'm just I'm just uh, guessing. How would you make that? Per, uh, it'd be pretty tough to come back that first Sunday. Mm -hmm. People might be looking at them. How can we create an atmosphere of comfort when they come back? What 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 I normally do, uh, Pastor Moon, and this is because I have learned from past experience. I was not always a pastor, but I've seen how pastors in the past dealt with the sheep. And one of the things that I do is that my wife and I would take that sheep into my office and we would talk to them. And my main focus is not you don't look, you don't have to tell me everything that you've done because I know you've sinned, you know, God is the only one that can forgive you, you know, of your sins. All I need to know is that whatever you've done wrong, you made it right with God. And then I have them to, what you know, whatever they feel comfortable with talking to me about, talk to me, let's get that clear. And I tell them this, I said, now we're going to go out before the saints because you owe them something, you know. You don't have to get up and tell them everything that you've told me. All you have to let them know is that, listen, I talked to my pastor and I've got everything clear. I talked to God and he's forgiven me and I want the saints to forgive me. And saints of God, that way you don't have to have people going out with rumors talking about, did you hear? All they know is that, hey, the person got straightened out and they're back. And that's how I make it comfortable for people to return to my congregation. Very good. Any questions, Mr. Director? Yes, sir. Good point. Now, Mrs. DA313 asks, how do you come back after being talked about? 
Good question. <laughs> wow. Is, is that to me, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, the thing, the thing is this, sister. Uh, first of all, you should have never been talked about. That's number one. You know, I mean, as saints of God, we should show the love of God to the point that, brother, we make it easy. Because I've I've often said this in the past. If you're familiar with the the military in the United States, no man left behind. Even if we get a guy that's dead, we go back and get him. They still have folks coming from Vietnam because we believe in taking in our people. I said, to me, the Church of God is the only army that I know that once a soldier is wounded, then the saints almost crucify him. Because you can talk about a person so bad, they're already hurt, they're already wounded, and then you just crush them when they hear how bad you talk about them. So I was, I'm thinking that, you know, when a person want to come back, they're going to have to just get a grip, you know, and, 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 and forget about people and realize that, look, I got to face God, not people in the judgment. And just take that courage and step on back. If you got a good pastor, I think he'll instruct you and lead you, you know, where you'll know that, look, I love you. I'm here for you. So don't worry about what the people think. Just let me work with you. Any comments, Mr. Director? Yes, sir. Mr. Clarence Campbell asked, uh, Pastor, how do you know when you have overcome hurts and serious disappointments in people who claimed Christianity? Good question. Good question. My, my. It's to you. And that's to me. Uh, yes, my, all the questions will be to you. Yes, sir. All oh, okay. Uh, um, re- repeat that one more time, sister. Sure. Uh, Mr. Campbell asks, how do you know when you have overcome hurts and serious disappointments in people who claimed Christianity? Brother Campbell, we think about that, Pastor McCraney. If you've just tuned in, this is Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches podcast. And for those who've been maybe left the church, who've been wounded, this podcast is for you. You've not been forgotten. Please remember that we love you and we're praying for you. You've been through some things. You've been hurt. We understand that. We're reaching out to you with those three things, healing, reconciliation, and forgiveness. Pastor McCraney. Uh, Back to Brother Campbell's question. I believe that one of the worst hurts that a saint of God can feel is that when you've been in fellowship with a group of people and just say for whatever reason you're cut off, nothing you've done that you know of, but you're cut off maybe because you didn't do something the way somebody thought you should do it. It's hard to get over that, but brother, you have to give that to God and go on. Um, The the first thing you you must do, uh, uh, brother, is forgive. That's the number one, because here's the thing. Even though you're a preacher, pastor, whatever, you can hold folks if you allow Satan to push you that far. But you have to be willing to let it go and give it to God 
and keep your relationship with God right. Because one of the things that, that, I, that I feel is that the reason brethren can hurt one another is because they did not die for your sins. And brother, think about it. Christ died for our sins, and no matter what we go through, he's always there to help us. Yes, yes. Even if you falter, he's there to help. So yeah. I was thinking that the best thing to do, brother, is to forgive. And 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 think about it. The Bible says forgive from the heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to overcome a hurt like that. Pastor McCraney, you've been ministering almost 30 years now. What are the signs? Well, case in point, I work with the individuals who would commit suicide, there were signs of that. Mm-hmm. They would give away their personal belongings. Mm-hmm. They would become real morose, isolate. Mm-hmm. There were certain signs. If a person becomes uh, maybe sad with the church or they become discouraged, what are the signs that someone could be coming discouraged? That's a good question. One one of the first signs that I believe, brother, is that people become unfaithful. You take okay. a person that's been faithful, I mean, Sunday school, I mean, just everything, all of a sudden, they start missing service, you know, mm. and um, if they were a fiery person that testified, they hold their testimony, mm. you know. And as a watchman on the wall, I have to watch for all of that. And if I see a, a, a sign of a saint not doing what I'm accustomed, I give them a call. And I, I, I want to know, you know, are you okay? And in some cases, brother, you know, and God give us some discernment. And if you will call, you'll find that sometime a person just been offended. You know? And you say, you were offended. You didn't say anything. Well, I just thought I wouldn't say nothing. But that's not how to deal with that. Because most people get offended. They go tell somebody. And the Bible says, if you have an alt or you feel offended, you should go to that person. And I think as, and and I I do this as a pastor right now, brother. If someone come to me and tell me about a hurt, the first thing I ask them, did you go to them? What you're telling me, you ought to be telling them. And I'll instruct them to do it, and I'll ask them, I want you to come back to me after you've taken care of it, so I'll know that it's been taken care of. To our director, any questions coming in? Yes, sir. Good point, Mr. McCraney. The next mm-hmm. question was along those lines. It asked, Mrs. D3, Mrs. Duh313 asks, when someone cuts you off, should you go to the person and ask what you did to offend them? Sister. I'm trying to follow the protocol here, but what happens is this. A lot of times when you're cut off, you don't know it. You know, people don't tell you. Uh, You learn that you're cut off through actions because I went through that. I, I, I learned I was cut off through actions because as far as my heart was concerned, I still loved everybody just the way I always loved them. I loved the fellowship of the saints the way I always, 
But then when you come in the midst, you can feel like you're being pushed away. And I started getting that type of feeling. And I was like, man, you know, I'm spending my money, you know, and my labor and traveling and doing all this, you know, something is wrong here. And so what I did, sister, I went to the source. Now, the only thing about going to the source is this. The Bible speaks about two or three witnesses. There are some people that you go to, you don't need to go by yourself because they're never going to tell people the efforts that you put forth to be reconciled, you know, and then people will look at you like, you know, brother so-and-so just left us. No, what about all the efforts that he put forth to be reconciled? And I think that it's really cruel and, 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 and rather unethical when a brother has put forth an effort and you don't even let the ministry know that he even came back, you know, and that happens a lot of times. I believe a lot of times people put forth an effort, but if that source don't tell, if I, brother moon don't tell the saints, I've been trying to be reconciled to them. They'll never know, you know? So I think that you should go to the source. Any, any questions from our director? Um, Larry Flewellen just made a comment. He says sometimes he feels like giving up because someone it's at times try to find fault. So just that comment he made. So if a person feels like giving up because of what's been said to him, what's your advice to that person? Brother, before you give up, think about this. What did Jesus do to you? Mm -hmm. What did Christ, our Savior, do to you? Mm -hmm. You've heard the, and uh, uh, my preaching, I have often used the example about the girl that was going to backslide. Yes. And she said, before I backslide, I'm going to thank God for all that he did for me first. <laughs> and so she got on her knees and got to thanking God for all that he's done. And when she got to numerating and thinking about all that God has done, she said, on second thought, I changed my mind. I'm not mm-hmm. backsliding. Amen. And I think the same thing, brother, is when you've been hurt and people discourage you. You got to remember this. God has some people that love you. Amen. And if you are Amen. faithful to God, he'll lead you to that people that will restore you and build you back up. Because what happens a lot of times Brother Fuellen, is that the people that we've had confidence in are the people that disappoint us most. Mm. And brother, and the people that you have been used to and love the most, when they hurt you, it's like your whole world is gone. Mm-hmm. But we got to remember God's still on the throne. Amen. Friends, our time is just about up. Again tonight, we have one more question. Well, several. But McCraney, do you have any advice for the podcast? What can we do better, be more effective, do you think? Brother Moon, one of the things that I'm before God, even at the present time, is that in every church age, there's always been a voice that the church could look to. You know, we talk about the D.S. Warner and, and whoever else was in our day, I remember when I got saved, Brother Emerson Wilson was a great voice, you know, that the ministry can look to. And the apostles' day, Paul was the voice. Mm-hmm. 
You remember at Melita when he was getting ready to go, they cried because he said, you won't see me no more. We need a voice. In other words, we need somebody that's respected by all the brethren and that brother can guide us through this maze that we're in. We're in the most difficult time of the church. And I often tell the Church of God preachers that, listen, we can't talk about the sixth seal or no other seal. This is our seal. What are we going to do, Church of God pastors, to bring God's sheep together? Because for the most part, the saints are ready. But it's these men, brother, that's holding the sheep back. But my question to the brethren tonight would be, what are we going to do to change this trend? We're not getting any younger. We're getting older. I'll be 68 in a couple of more months. I'm getting old. And brother, God knows I'm willing to do all I can, all this in my power, to make sure that I see the unity of God's people before I die. Thank you for that. Friends, we're going to have Brother McCraney back as soon as we can. But next week, Brother Probes, he's been ill for a couple of weeks, and he was on for a two-parter. Brother Probes is a fourth-generation Church of God. Uh, His grandfather had a Church of God on his farm. He's an aviator, and he was a pastor's son, and he's a pilot also, too. He worked the area of Alaska, and in fact, I was there myself a few years ago. And of course, he knew uh, Mr. Riggle and Efe Stewart as a child. I want to hear about that next week. Brother McCraney, thank you so much for your insights. Wonderful job tonight. May the Lord bless you in your work. And friends, this podcast is by Church of God for Church of God. Many have been wounded. We're reaching out to you today via Brother McCraney here. And our hope is to help through difficult times to, again, focus support in three areas, forgiveness, reconciliation, and healing. Pastor Craney, thank you again so much. We're going to have you on again. May the Lord bless you. Appreciate you, brother.